Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you had a healthy lifestyle before or maybe you never, you know, think of ways how you can improve it. Just little things, whether it be changing your diet, sleep, you know, rest a little bit more. Who says it has to be so strenuous? Like, not everyone enjoys the gym. Find the activity that you enjoy and, you know, bring a friend along. That's another thing. Just, I feel like making little changes to your lifestyle without even knowing it can actually make a huge impact and do whatever makes you feel good. Welcome back to another episode of Baby Steps by Welfare, a special run of podcasts from me, Amy Lane. During this mini-series, I'm talking to experts and life experts to help welfare women navigate the world of pre- and post-pregnancy exercise, because let's be honest, ladies, it can be a minefield. And running when pregnant, no matter what week of your pregnancy you're in, doesn't have to cause your anxiety to spike, especially if you're someone who has been attending park runs since way back when. So join me and my squad of guests as we talk about how to run the marathon of motherhood. And there's no better guest to talk about that than this week's one, Perry Shakes Drayton Edwards. Earlier this year, Edwards announced her retirement from sport after 16 years of competing, during which she bagged two gold European indoor championship medals, a gold world indoor championship medal and silver and bronze world championship medals. After many years of life in the fast lane, you think Edwards might be inclined to a few months of R&R after she retired, but no. This year, Perry has taken on another huge role, and that's as new mum to son Matthew, who was born just a few weeks ago. Just before Perry gave birth, I chatted to her from her mum's garden to find out how an athlete who's so used to pushing her body to the max embraced 10 months of change and what that meant for her running and fitness. We talk about how Edwards has adapted her running, training and body goals in line with pregnancy and her new role as the face of Nike's new maternity wear that's just landed in stores. So let's get into today's show and talk about how an athlete approaches fitness and sports kit with pregnancy in mind. Hi, Perry. Welcome to this special series from Welfare. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm very well, but um, I'm a bit hot. I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm hot and having a big bump of extra weight in this heat. Ain't the most ideal situation, but we move on. <laughs> I hear you. It's like wearing a weighted vest all the time, isn't it? <laughs> that exactly. I th- yes. For anyone who wants to picture how I feel, that was a very good description yes like I'm wearing a weighted vest (laughs) actually I haven't said congratulations so congratulations on your pregnancy how does it feel to be to be pregnant it feels great but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be honest there are highs and lows with pregnancy that nobody tells you about and I've got so much respect for women 
pregnant women, mums, as what they've had to go through. Because you mentioned on your YouTube channel, which by the way, you and your husband, I am loving, but you mentioned on that channel that you never thought you'd get pregnant. Was that just nerves about trying for a baby in your 30s? Or was that because you'd pushed your body so hard in training beforehand that you were just worried? No, what it was basically, honestly, I've been, I was on the pill for throughout my whole of my career. And I know that obviously that prevents you from getting pregnant, but I just thought, is that actually been detrimental to my body? So I was, I was like, hmm, can I even get pregnant? But then I was like, I don't know what damage or harm I'm causing to my body. So, you know, I came off of the pill for a good year and a half, actually, you know, didn't feel pregnant or anything. And I wasn't trying at that time. It was when we was trying, it was like, okay, bam, okay, it's happened. This is, we're going to roll with it. And so that moment of when you found out you were pregnant, did you do the classic thing of basically seeing the two blue lines and then going, nah, I can't be pregnant and then doing a million more tests? Or were you like, no, it's exactly that. I took the test. I only took two though. But funny, one was positive and one was negative. So that threw me off. And when I say it was negative, it was like there was a line, but it was very faint compared to the other ones. I was like, hmm. But then I got advice from my mother-in-law, who's a nurse, saying that you could actually go for a blood test and that will tell you exactly if you're pregnant or not. So at the time I found out I was pregnant, I was actually in Nigeria. When I flew back to the UK, I had a doctor's appointment, told them I think I'm pregnant, had the blood test and when Bob's your uncle, I got the results. And it was like, wow, I cried actually. Oh, it's such an emotional moment, isn't it? It's like, I think I remember when I I found out because I'm, I'm also eight months pregnant and thank you. And even though I'd really, really wanted it, I just, I couldn't quite believe it. And then was just overwhelmed with emotion because I was like, life is never going to be the same again. Oh gosh, I went through that stage at one point, but that wasn't when I found out. That was, I think, oh, I'm going to say a couple months down the line when my body was changing. And I was like, wait, a baby isn't just for one day. Babies that I've had in, like, looked after in the past, I've always been able to return them back to their parents. But this is mine. And I was just like, am I up for this? Am I cut out for it? Really? Honestly, I questioned myself. Because as an athlete, you're very selfish you put yourself first now is the point I'm bringing someone else into the world who I'm going to be responsible of and I feel like that is a big responsibility and I didn't feel like I was ready um but as time has gone on I've had I've adjusted and I'm like oh I'm excited for this journey I was actually going to ask because for so many years so say what is it was it about 18 years from like training and then you being in athletics your your body was your business and now you have to share it and it's no longer your business it's your it's your own but you're sharing it with another human how has that felt um it took time to adjust in terms of the body change all right as an athlete never I never had boobs, you know, very small chested. But what I liked about the first thing I noticed was my boobs were changing. And I was like, whoa, okay, we've got a sign there. I could put a certain bra on, I've got a bit of cleavage, never had that before. <laughs> I, I embraced that. But then it was when I noticed I was getting a belly and I noticed I was putting weight on my face. And I was like, whoa, 
I wasn't, to, to be honest with you, I wasn't actually liking the, my appearance and noticing my clothes can't fit me. I was like, no, really? And I've never, there's never ever been a time that I've actually gone back in the archives and looked at my body because I've never had to, because I've always been very toned, you know, very slim. Yeah. I think the body change was really something I had to get my head around. But I've, the more I've got, you can see a bump, the more I've appreciated, oh, this is beautiful, you know, and I've had to adjust my outfits. If anything, I've gone up in size and clothes, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I still want to, you know, you know, I do like looking good and stuff, but it's nice when, you know, you know during the lockdown, I'm going to be honest, I've been wearing my husband's clothes, <laughs> baggy t-shirts, but it's like, no, you can actually look glamorous and embrace the new body. And that is what exactly what I've been doing. It's funny you should mention the boobs thing because that's one of the things that I've really struggled with. And in the past, I've I've always tried to wear the right sports bra, but it hasn't been too much of a consideration, to be honest. You know, I, I got away with just a sports bra without cups. That was fine. I wore that for running. I wore that for hit. It was all great. And then suddenly I'm pregnant and I've got these massive boobs and I go on a run and I understand what it's like to be other women when you're like worried about knocking yourself out with your own body. Yeah. And then the struggle to find a sports bra was real. Did you, did you have that? Yeah, I, I, I did have that issue. The underwire bras went out the window. They're mm. not comfortable, but um, sports bras, well, they were doing the job, but I didn't know if that was what the right thing I should be wearing. I know if I'm active, I'll go for a sports bra, but I'm, I was, not sure that for maternity is this what I should be wearing but when I heard that Nike were bringing out the maternity line and I got to wear it I was like geez wow this is this is a you know godsend because the fit of them clothes are amazing I mean even down to what size you have to wear it's like your normal size but you know they've adjusted it and you still look really cool <laughs> Did having kit that fitted your changing shape help you feel better about your body? Because I know that in the early stages, I struggled because I kept putting on things that didn't fit. And that almost like knocked my body confidence a bit more in those early stages when I was getting up to like four or five months and I was growing a bump and I was like, oh, nothing's fitting, but I still want to work out. But did you find that by working on this maternity collection and having kit that fitted, you felt better about yourself? Yeah that it, it really did obviously when you look good you feel good right and you have that confidence about you so you make sharing your story about you know it knocked your confidence a bit because mine was it was uncomfortable trying to wear clothes that don't fit you is not nice now when I got to wearing the Nike clothes the maternity I was like wow this is snug the fact that and it looks fashionable I know that some women may feel like, you know, maternity wear can look a bit not fashionable. No, Nike's always been known for being, you know, hip. And the fact that this maternity wear, we've got this bra that is easy. It's, it's actually accessible for if you want to breastfeed, which is so great. You know, then we've got the leggings that are snug, smooth, they go over the belly or under the tummy. Depends on what preferences you have in terms of wearing your leggings. And, you know, come on now, your bump can get in the way and sometimes you need that assistance. And tying up your laces isn't always the most ideal thing. They have a pair of trainers. <laughs> you have the zip. Also, what I like, about it, they have a tank top. So I love showing off my bump. 
but when I say that, I do that in my in my home because I don't know how people may take it out. You know, if I walk around with my belly hanging out and a crop top, but the tank is so like snug. Again, that goes over your tummy because a lot of the time before the maternity wear was out, clothes would you see my bump coming to say hello, like peeking out. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely. It's crazy how I've gone from a retired athlete and now into motherhood and I've always seen how Nike has revolved and I've always been a part of that. And to think now they've introduced this maternity where it's like, oh, well, what a better time to have retired and have a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's like you couldn't have planned it better. <laughs> Let's talk about your fitness. So for years and years and years and years, you were on a rigorous training routine and a four year cycle. And then obviously you got injured and then you retired. But I'm assuming that you kept up with your running and your fitness before getting pregnant. Yes, I did indeed. Working out makes me feel good. But you know, with pregnancy, I know they say that if you were active beforehand, then yeah, happy to do as, as you would do. But skipping, I was doing a lot of skipping up to my second trimester. But now I'm at my third trimester, it's, things have definitely slowed down. But I am very much active. I have a PT who I communicate with over on Zoom. And we go through some cardio. We do some stretches, you know, meditation, just a mixture of things. Just because I just... Sport is obviously um, always been a part of my life, but it's just that my body is changing and you have to be sensible and smart. That's why I have a PT now on board, just to give me that guidance as to, you know, I'm doing the correct things. And obviously these pelvic floor muscles, the exercises are very important. So I've been keeping, <laughs> keeping on top of that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One of the things that you just mentioned there is as a pregnant woman, knowing that you're doing, whether you're doing the right or the wrong thing. And I think that's something which so many women feel, and they especially feel anxious about running in the first trimester because they're worried that they're going to dislodge the baby or it's, you know, is my baby going to fall out? Did you have those sorts of thoughts and did you manage to keep up any running? I've done running for the first trimester. Second Mm. I got very big very early, very soon, and it was very uncomfortable to run. But the skipping, I enjoyed. Interesting. It's funny, obviously, you mentioned about my injury. You know, I had injury to my knee. And I know, whilst I was competing, they were like, putting on weight could be a detriment to to your knees. 
So I thought, having been pregnant, my knees are going to, would bother me. That's not actually been the case. My knee's not giving me any problem, even though I've gained the weight. Walking is what I've been doing. Oh, I can walk forever. Um, And that's, you know, not too high impact, but I'm still, you know, getting my body moving. The Swiss ball has been my best friend because at times you may have back pain, is what I may struggle with at times and right. been great for my pelvis and my back. And, you know, it's not weights, not as heavy as I would, of, I'm used to, but just doing that. It's, I call it maintenance really it's because I don't want to just be sitting on the couch. That's not how I am. I'm all about being active. Which I find so fascinating because for so many years, you you said that, you know, that you saw red and you were just chasing people down. You were chasing times, you were chasing medals, you were always trying to like, better others so you had that kind of mentality where it was like how much further can I go how can I how much further can I push my body but now it seems like that you've slipped so naturally into slowing down and being more relaxed how have you done it I'll tell you how I've done it because what I notice with my life when I go through things it's like end of a chapter we move on same like when I finished university I finished university, graduated, and it was like, right, I'm going to become a full-time athlete. So when I shut the doors on my athletics career, it's now my mind is shifted into motherhood. I want to, you know, make the most with my child, give them the best, and give them all of me and not be dragging them around to the to the track or, you know, to the gym. Don't get me wrong, I will work out, but it's not having that goal of, trying to achieve something so high and also trying to raise a child, you know, even though I have my husband and my family to support me, which will be great. So yes, I've gone now into motherhood stage. I mean, I'm 31 years old of age. I had a lot, I've had a long career in athletics. I've seen a lot with the world now and now it's, and I've been very strict. Now it's the case of I'm going to live life and enjoy it. And, you know, and there's a baby coming. I mean, it's great because I just know that so many athletes really struggle with life after they've retired because they go, what now? But you filled that what now with your with your your next biggest role. Yeah, exactly. And that's a full-time job. You know, I've heard it's not easy, but it's worthwhile. That's what, that's what I've been hearing a lot. And I am very much so looking forward to it. My priorities have changed as well. That's another crazy thing. Like, I love clothes. I love bags, shoes. But sometimes I'll, I'll be there doing my online shopping and I'm like, that is not a priority, Perry. You can wait for that. But now it's a case of what would the baby need or the baby <laughs> want? But obviously, my eyes are always on, like, on an expensive bag, but they can be on hold for special occasions and not be like me just ridiculously spending so yeah I've read priorities of change. I hear you I was laughing the other day because I was like you know during it, it, the start of lockdown I did treat myself to a few things and so the DPD man was bringing me really exciting packages and then the last delivery I got from the DPD man I opened it up and it was my boots delivery with my maternity pads my nipple shields and everything <laughs> else and I was like my god life has changed right and it's so funny when the, the deliveries come you're excited but you ordered it you know exactly what's coming but it still there's excitement that is actually here in your presence right that's how I feel because I can relate every day there's a delivery driver coming to drop off something and it's all from me 
it's all from from me being ordered but it's for the baby for the baby and so let's talk about labor how how are you feeling about what is essentially a massive challenge of endurance well (laughs) you know what I've been asked the question are you scared I'm not scared I'm trying to hopefully make it as natural as possible you're doing hypnobirthing I'm actually going to do a I'm going to start that actually um um, there's a session I'm going to do after this yeah I just want to be in a positive mind space just want to be and I've heard really great things about it a few couple of my friends have just had babies as well and they said they was Perry totally advise that you do it so I'm going to have a go at that and try that yeah make it as I think the athlete in me will get me through it because I've, I've been through a lot of pain as a sports person but then again this pain here I don't I've never experienced it <laughs> you know I don't know how it's going to be but I with me every situation I always assume the worst so uh yeah the fire in me and the little bit of endurance that I have left <laughs> will see me through will see me through I'm really interested to find out and we need to catch up afterwards to find out how you deal with it and your experience of it because I can imagine being an athlete when you're in a stadium and you have all of those eyes on you and there's all the noise and you just have to zone out and focus on yourself so you can get over those hurdles and you you can get to the finish line I can imagine it's somewhat a little bit like that in labor that you just have to shut everyone else out and go deep inside to achieve it. That's exactly the approach I'm going to take with it. Any unnecessary noise or anything, I will block out. It's just going to be me in tune with my my breathing and my baby. Um, yeah, it'll be nice that my husband be there, you know, hopefully to massage my shoulders and whatnot. <laughs> and, but again, a birthing plan, this I know doesn't always go to plan. Ideally, that would be lovely. But the athlete in me knows that anything can happen. And I'm ready for that, you know, and you've got to listen to the experts. So that will be my approach. Amazing. Earlier on, you spoke about, or you mentioned that you've been diligently doing your pelvic floor exercises. Was that something that you found surprising that you needed to do now that you're pregnant? Because the conversation is only just opening up about pelvic floor with people like Jess Ennis really spearheading it but it's something that we haven't really spoken about before. So did you find that suddenly when you were pregnant and you had to start doing pelvic floor exercises, were you like, what are these? I've been an athlete for so many years and I've never done them. Right. So one thing, you know, core strength is a big thing, you know, as an athlete. And I believe I, I've, I, I, maybe I have a lot of that or had a lot of that. But um, one time I must have sneezed. And then I was like, whoa, what's happened here? I had a little accident. I was like, no, what's going on? Then I found out that, you know, that's to do with your pelvic floor. So I need to make them stronger. So I was like, yeah, come on now. I need to be working on this now. And obviously it's not, it's a thing that's very discreet. That's what women need to realise as well. When you're doing your pelvic floor, yes, you can do it. Just sitting there, you're eating your dinner, you know, reading a book. I actually followed, um, I went online, done some research or some videos. I actually got a product that I used. Uh, just to monitor it, uh, mm. just to make sure I was doing it correctly. And uh, yeah, I've been very much self-conscious and aware of that because I think prevention is better than cure. So I know that, you know, 
after pregnancy, you know, is something you should continue. You should continue. And yes, this was all new to me, but I'm very much been reading a lot, you know, trying to um, educate myself on it. And uh, it's something that, you know, I've kind of, um, yeah, taken serious. <laughs> is it weird to be like your own coach now of your body when for so many years you, you had a coach who told you exactly what you should be doing? Yes, it's like the case of now I have to take responsibility into my own hands. There's no one saying, Perry, you should do this. I'm going to see you at this time. Now I've definitely had to take responsibility and do things myself, even down to like antenatal classes. During this pandemic, you know, they're not available, but I've done the research and been listening to classes, you know, signing at a certain time and listening to midwives. And that's the responsibility I've had to take being a mother-to-be. And it, it is weird, but it's very, it's enjoyable and very educational because I don't know it all. You know, as an athlete, I didn't know it all. You know, I had a coach there. So these, this midwife and all these experts, these are my new coaches who I'm listening to. That's such a good way to look at it. And is there anything in your fitness routine that you still do that you did as an athlete? So like, us runners, us everyday runners, we know that we should be doing mobility. We know that we should be doing recovery. Do many of us do it? No, because there's not somebody there to shout at us. But is there anything that you've carried over from your days as a professional athlete into your days now as um, somebody who's just training for life? <laughs> uh, listening to your body. That is what right. I've on. As an athlete, you have to listen to your body. If something doesn't feel right, or you've got pain doing a certain exercise, you stop, you know, and that's the same approach that I take in terms of um, being pregnant. In terms of, I, I will still do the same drills, similar stretches, the ones that allow me to do what my body allows me to do. But it's just that listening to your body. If it doesn't feel right, leave it alone, do something else. We could all really, really benefit from listening in a little bit more, couldn't we? Rather than focusing on what other people are doing, focusing on what we're doing. Exactly. (laughs) So let's just quickly talk about running advice for others, because obviously for so many years, your training journey was focused around getting faster and achieving more. For the women who are safe to train now, so then they're not pregnant and they've been signed off and they had their children a long time ago, what advice would you give them on trying to speed up their running journeys? Well, obviously, if you've been given the okay to go ahead and work out, it's like you've got to, first of all, work out what what is your goal? You know, mm. a lot of women say, oh, to lose weight. But why should I, I wouldn't put that first. Mine would be to have a healthy lifestyle, you know, okay, so don't get me wrong. I love my treats. I love a, an ice cream. I love a croissant. I love my biscuits and stuff. But you do that in moderation, you know, and that's my approach with things, you know. If you had a healthy lifestyle, before or maybe you never you know think of ways how you can improve it just little things whether it be changing your diet sleep you know rest a little bit more who says it has to be so strenuous like not everyone enjoys the gym find the activity that you activity that you enjoy and you know bring a friend along that's another thing just I feel like making little changes to your lifestyle without even knowing it can actually make a huge impact and do whatever makes you feel good that's always my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss riding my bike. 
that's what I, I was riding my bicycle uh, up to my second trimester, and it's, I rode it from my from my house to my mum's. Mum was like, "How did you get here?" I was like, "Mum, I rode the bike." She was like, "What? That is not really the safest thing you should be doing, Perry." I was like, "I know, Mum." She was like, no, "You need to get off the bike." And I was like, "All right, then, Mum." You know, so I had to get a cab home. But you know, I'm looking forward to getting back on the bike bicycle because it's obviously again, it's it's not as impactful. But I can go for long, and you know, I feel like with riding a bike, I get to see different things than when I'm driving in my car. <laughs> and do you think you'll ever go back to putting your spikes on them? Oh, maybe to show show my child. Oh, mummy, mummy used to do this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, mummy used to do this. Even I've got a load of pictures, but even just to him to see me, you know, and even try and run beside me. I think it'll be more real. You know, parents say, oh, I used to do this. I used to do that. When you see them doing it, it's like, oh, it's more believable. But, yeah, only just to show off to, to my son to let him know, yeah, mummy was a big deal, you know. <laughs> she was a massive deal, still is. And I've got time for one more question. And so what's the one biggest learning you're going to take away from being a pregnant athlete, basically? Oh, well, one thing is, it's, it's amazing what the human body can do and how my body's adapting and changing and getting ready to give birth. Um, I think it's going to amaze me when I see that, you know, when the baby's outside of me and I'll be holding my son and looking at, wow, you know, really anything is possible. So, yeah, that is definitely a take-home message that I have for myself, that anything can happen. And do you think it's going to be better than any gold medal? You know what? I really do. I really <laughs> think it is. I really do. Yes. And I'm really excited to join the Motherhood Club. Oh, well, Perry, thank you so much for giving up your time today and ch- chatting to us from your mum's garden. It's been so great. And I can't wait to see your son, who I'm sure you'll be introducing to us on your YouTube channel. Is that right? Yes, correct. <laughs> are you going to film the birth or are you are you not? I will, but I think that'll be more for me and my husband to see. I don't know about okay. sharing that with the world, but uh, you definitely will see photos of my son. And yeah, and the journey continues after that. <laughs> exactly. I've mentioned your YouTube channel, Perry, but is that the best place to follow you or is it Instagram? Would you mind sharing your handles so the Welfare crew can keep up with this journey? Yes. So guys, you can find me on YouTube and that is Mike and Perry. Um, I'm also on Instagram, which is it's I-T-S-P-S-D. And also you can find me tweeting along at Shakes Drayton. Excellent. Thanks so much, Perry. You too. Bye. And so the end of another show, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode of Baby Steps under the welfare umbrella. I really hope you enjoyed that chat with Perry. Do keep in touch on Instagram as you always do. Keep sharing your pictures with hashtag welfare. And if you've got any guests that you would like me to get on the show, just drop them in the review section on your podcasting platform and I will pop on there and have a look. And a fresh new season of welfare not baby chat, just normal chat, is in production and will be landing with you guys very soon. Until then, take care. Have a great week. Team, thank you so much for listening. 
If you like this episode, please do rate, review and subscribe. It really helps other runners who need some help find the show and join our community too. Don't forget to use hashtag welfare on all your IG posts because I love seeing them. Thanks very much, guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.